Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Ujima Spirit Podcast. I am your host, Tika Taylor. Today's topic is know thyself. Yes, I said it. Know thyself. Do you know who you are? Do you know what makes you different from everyone else? Do you know the special qualities and and characteristics and traits that you may have that distinguishes you from everyone else in the world? Do you know that? Today, we're going to take a journey. We're going to discover what makes you as a person, as a human being, very unique. All right. So because you are special, because you are different from everyone else, you have to embrace your uniqueness, appreciate your differences, celebrate your distinctiveness, honor your contribution to the diversity of this planet. Now, out of about 8 billion people, now I said it now, there's approximately about 8 billion people on the planet. There's no one who is identical to you. There's only one you. No one else can replace you or be you. Now think about that for a second. There's only one you. Yeah, look in the mirror. Look at yourself. See your face. There's only one you. You are born to be irreplaceable. There's no need to compete with anyone else or compare yourself to others. You were born to be different from everyone else. That's the law of nature. Yes, nature, the creator and designer of all things made you this way. You are different. You are special. You are unique. Again, stop. And think about that. Let that marinate in your mind. Allow yourself to process that thought, knowing that you are different. Okay? So let's discuss some of the things, some of the traits and characteristics that makes you totally distinguished from everyone else. Now, the first thing that we're going to discuss is that you, as a human being, you have a soul. Yes, a soul. Now, what is a soul? The soul is the life force or energy that contains your consciousness, which animates the body. The immortal part of you that is connected to the universal mind or creative energy known as the source of all things. Some people call this source God or creator. The spiritual self, that's your soul. That's that spiritual part of you that has an identity outside of that physical body. An immortal being with higher consciousness that operates the mind. This life force exits the body upon physical death and transition to the spiritual realm where it continues to exist in other planes or realms of reality. Now, Think about that. You are a soul. You are a living soul. So that consciousness, that awareness of being you, okay, is not just a product of your brain. It is the real you. You are a soul. You are a living soul. You came into the body to have an experience. So no one else can be you because you are that soul. You are the soul that occupies the physical body. You're in this body temporarily to have a human experience. You're here to feel, to express, to share, to build, to love, to learn. That's what you're here for. So you, as a human being, you are distinguished from everybody else because you have a soul a soul, a consciousness that separates you from everybody else, an awareness, okay? You have a mind, the conscious mind. The conscious mind is not the brain. It is something separate and different. It is something that is part of your soul, your life force, your energy force that connects you to the creative energy, to the source of all things, 
Some people call the source God. Some people call the source the creator. But what makes you so different is that you have a soul. You are not just this body. You're living in the body temporarily. It's the same thing as driving a car. When you get in a car, you're driving the car. Okay? You're controlling the car. You're pressing on the brakes to stop. Okay, You're turning left. You're turning right. You're going backwards. You're going forwards. You're able to maneuver the car. But you are not the car. You're totally separate from the car. Even though you're inside of the car, you are the consciousness that's moving the car. You are the consciousness that is driving the car. Okay? It's the same thing with your body. You are the consciousness that animates, that brings the body to life. So therefore, the body is not you. You, the soul, is the true essence of the person. One more example is you occupy a house. You are a resident of a house. You live in a house. You have access to every corner, every room in that house. You can do whatever you want in that house, but that house is not you. You're just temporarily occupying the house. All right, it's the same thing with your soul. You're in this body. This body is a vehicle. It is an instrument for you to be in this physical reality and experience it. But you are not the body. You are the soul, okay? So the body may look a certain way. The body may feel a certain way. But remember, you have to be able to distinguish yourself from the body. This is your body. You have to nurture and care for it and love it while you're here because you only have one body. But keep in mind, again, you are not that body. You're just an occupant of that body. You're temporarily residing in that body. You are a soul, a spiritual being that has a life force that is connected to the source of all things, which is the God energy. All right, now you are born into a unique body, okay? Your body is very unique. Your body is totally different from anybody else's body on this planet. And we're going to find out how. Yes, some of us as human beings may look alike, okay? We may have similar features. We may share a lot of physical traits. We may be similar height similar colors. We may have similar textures to our hair. You know, we may have similar, you know, walks and talks, but we're not exactly alike. We are different in so many ways. Now, one thing that we have to really talk about differences doesn't necessarily mean that it's bad or is good, is better or is worse. There is no such thing. Your body is uniquely yours. And because your body was made for you, that body is very unique, is special. All right. So there's no way that anyone in this world can compare their body to you. They cannot because your body was made uniquely for you, especially for you. It was tailor-made. It is totally different from any other body. So it doesn't have to function the way that everybody's body works. All right? It doesn't have to look like every way every other body looks. It doesn't have to because it is totally uniquely designed for you. All right? Now, we do understand sometimes people like to compare bodies. And they say all bodies have to look this way. Okay? You have to have this shape and you have to have this size. You have to be this height. That is so unrealistic. It is very unrealistic to to think that everybody on this planet, they have to look alike. All right. Now we get caught up in the media, the social media, the advertisement. They create this standard and they say that everybody has to look this way. Everybody has to be tall. Everybody has to be, you know, this particular shape. You You have to look. No, all that is rubbish. All that is just silliness, okay? Because everybody is uniquely shaped. Everybody is beautiful. Everybody is what they need to be. Whatever it is that they need to be, the body was designed to be that way, okay? We're going to break down what makes everybody different, even though as human beings, we share 99% of our DNA. 
99, okay, human beings, you, we share 99%, 99%, 99.9% of our DNA that we share. That 0.1% is the difference, all right, that makes us all unique and different from all other human beings. I'm going to say it again. As human beings, we share 99.9% identical DNA with everybody else. So we all have similar things, but that 0.1% makes us all different. And that 0.1%, all right, is that genetic fingerprint, okay, that makes us totally different. The genetic fingerprint that makes each one of us a very unique person. Now, each DNA strand contains a unique sequence or code of genetic information. DNA is the molecule that contains the genetic code of organism. DNA is in each cell in the organism and it tells the cells what proteins to make. Now, it's a little scientific stuff I'm throwing out there, but it's really not that serious. Okay, what it's saying is this. DNA makes you different from the other 8 billion people in this world. That's all it's saying, right? Your DNA is unique to you. Your DNA was made for you, okay? You got a special sequence or code of genetic information that no one else has on this planet. Even your parents, okay? You share some with your parents. You share some of that with your siblings, with your family, but your sequencing, okay, is totally different. It's it's 99.9% similar, but 0.1% difference. And that difference is a world of difference, technically. So you have a body that was made for you. Nobody else's body is like your body. Why? Because you have a different set of DNA sequences. You have a whole different set that makes you totally different from everybody else. Okay, and that DNA is telling that particular body what shape it's going to be, what size it's going to be, what color it's going to be, you know, how it's going to be different from everybody else. Everybody have their own set of DNA sequence, DNA combination. So you're not going to be like everybody else. So there's no need for you to try to mold and shape your body to be like everybody else. Everybody don't need to look like the superstars. Everybody don't need to look like celebrities. Everybody don't need to look like athletes. Everybody don't need to look like famous people. All you need to do is embrace the way that you look. Appreciate the way that you look. All right? Because you are special. You're supposed to be you. You're not supposed to be an imitation of nobody else. Okay, celebrate your uniqueness, embrace it, appreciate it, love it. It is part of knowing thyself. Who are you? You are a soul and you are a soul that is living in a body. You embodied this body. Okay, this is your house. So you have to appreciate that house. All right. Now, within that house, you have other occupants. Okay, your body, you have trillions trillions, I said it again, trillions of bacterias and viruses and fungi that live within your body. So you are not in that body by yourself. Okay. Now your physical body may function like other human beings and share similar physical traits, characteristics, but the genes, the chromosomes, the DNA, and the other microorganisms, which is the, the bacteria, the viruses, the fungi, they are totally different. Okay, they are totally different than anybody else. Totally, totally different. So let's let's find out how your body is totally different from everybody else. Okay, now there are many parts of your body that are uniquely you because only you possess these traits. Nobody else possess these traits. So let's let's break it down. Let's look at some of the examples of these physical traits that can be used to identify you because they distinguish you from other people. Now, let's look at the brain, okay? The brain anatomy. No two people on this planet have the same brain anatomy. Each brain has a different anatomical features. The structure of the brain is different from person to person. 
What makes the difference is genetic factors, the DNA, like I said earlier, and individual experience. All right. So your brain, your brain anatomy and structure is totally different. Your brain anatomy is totally different from anybody else on this planet. Yes, every human being has a brain, but each brain is totally different from every other person's brain. Every brain is different. Interesting. That makes you totally different. Your brain anatomy and structure, okay? The structure of your brain is uniquely yours. No one else on this planet has the same structure as you do in your brain, okay? Now, let's look at another aspect of the brain. Brain activity is different in each individual. Every person has their own brain signature pattern or unique electrical activity of the brain. All right. So if they would they would take a, a MRI or they would take a EKG or you know they would they would uh, know that there's a different type of electrical activity going on. Now EKG is dealing with the heart. We're not we're not going to talk about the heart yet. Let's just talk about an MRI. Okay. If they took an MRI or brain scan, they would see that the brain activity that you have is totally different from everybody else on this planet, all right? So your brain activity is totally different from everybody on this planet. Isn't that interesting? Your brain anatomy and structure is different and the brain activity is different. So your brain is uniquely yours. So there's no need for you to try to force yourself to think like everybody else. Okay, because you have a different brain activity and you have a different brain anatomy. I'm not saying that we're not going to learn from everybody. I'm not saying that we should not, you know, try to work with each other. I'm not saying that we shouldn't conform to certain things in society because we all have to be on the same page. If we have to communicate, we have to build relationships and we have to, you know, live together. All I'm saying is that keep in mind that your brain is going to think differently because you have a different brain anatomy and a different brain structure and you have a different set of DNA. So just because you're not thinking like everybody else, it doesn't mean you're not smart. It doesn't mean you're not intelligent. It doesn't mean that you're not advanced. It doesn't mean that. It just means that your brain is different and you're going to learn things in a different way and you're going to learn at your own pace. Now, the brain is very complex. The brain is actually a biocomputer. It's very complex. It's multifaceted. It, uh, it, it, you know, you think with the brain, you analyze with the brain, you create with the brain. I mean, you reason with the brain. So the brain is the brain. The brain is literally the brain. <laughs> Without a brain, you can't exist in this world. The brain is what take all this information to your mind and tells you what's going on in this reality. So without the brain, you don't exist. Okay. So, but our brains are different. So we have to, when we get to know who we are, we have to stop for a second and realize that we have a different brain. We don't have the brain that everybody else has. We don't have the same brain. So how we're going to be like everybody else when we don't have the same brain. What happens is that we are being programmed. Okay. Meaning that we are given information that makes us think or believe that our brain is like everybody else, but our brain is not like everybody else. And some of us feel bad because we can't conform or we can't do what everybody else is doing because it's not meant for you to be doing what everybody else is doing. I don't know if that makes sense to you, but your brain is working different. Your brain is not working like everybody else's brain. So when you, as part of knowing thyself, you have to get to know your own brain and find out how is your brain working? What's, what type of learning style do you have? What type of communication style do you have? How do you relate to other people? How do you connect with other people? Because your brain is not the same like everybody else. So stop expecting you to be like everybody else. You're not. Okay, now let's continue. Let's find out how we're different. Like, let's go to the heart. Heartbeat patterns, cardiac signature. Everyone has a unique heartbeat. 
The heart's electrical activity is different from person to person. Everyone's heart is different. It's based on your body, your genetics, your physiology, your size. So your heartbeat is different because you have a different heart. Everybody's heart is different. Everybody's heart is not the same. Everybody's heart is not the same. You have a whole different genetics from everybody else and you have a whole different heartbeat pattern. It's very important that we understand our heart is different. Okay, we have our own heart signature, meaning that when they do take an EKG, they see a whole different pattern. It may look the same, but all the patterns are different. They're not the same. So you have your own personalized cardiac signature. So it's very important that we understand that our hearts beat different from everyone else. Your heart is not the same. Of course, we have similarities. We have 99.9% in common, and we have that 0.1% DNA that makes us totally different from everybody else. Now, that includes your heart. Okay, so don't expect to feel what everybody else feels because, you know, your heart is different. You have a different DNA. You have different genetics. You have different life experience. You have different personality. So your heart is going to function in a different way. You can't expect your heart to be like everybody else. Okay, what what affects one person in one way may not affect you in that way. So it's very important that you understand that your heartbeat is different. That, you know, your heart is different. Your anatomy of your heart is different. No one is the same. Now let's go into the eyes. Your eyes are uniquely yours. Your eyes. Yes, everybody on this planet, they have eyes. But each pair of eyes are different. Okay, they are totally different. Now what makes it different? Your retina. The very black, no, the very um, back, at the very back of your eyes, you have your, your, your retina. Your retina is totally different from anybody else's. And you have your iris. That's the black part, the colored part of your eyes. Okay. They have their own pattern, structure, muscle fibers, and nervous system that only you have. Okay. These things are totally different from everybody else. So all they have to do is look at your eyes. Okay. Your retina, your iris, and those things will totally distinguish you from everybody else. No one on this planet have the same eyes. Now, isn't that special? No one on this planet has the same eyes. Everybody's eyes are totally different. Now, just go do the research. It's very simple. This is common information, but I'm just presenting it to you to let you know how different you are. When you look into my eyes, you're seeing something totally unique. You won't see that in anybody else's eyes. And when someone looks into your eyes, they're going to see something totally different because nobody has your eyes. And like they say, the eyes are the window to the what? To the soul. Okay? The eyes are the window to the soul. So when someone look at your special eyes, they can see who you really are. They see your soul. They see straight through the whole lens. This is who you are. They see that that flicker of light. They see that energy. Okay? That is you. Your eyes. Now, even your eyes movement can be used to identify you because it's uniquely yours. You move your eyes in in predictable patterns when doing certain tasks. So even your eyes are different. The motion in your eyes are different. So it's very important that you understand that because your eyes are different, your iris is different, your retina is different, you may perceive the world in a different way. Your mind is different. You may perceive the world in a whole different way. What one person sees, another person may not see it. You can have two people or a hundred people looking at the same thing and each one of them will see something different. Now, yes, they may see a chair, all right, but they may see other things besides that chair because their vision Their vision is different, okay? They're not seeing things the same way, all right? So your eyes are uniquely yours. You may not be seeing the same thing that somebody else is seeing. I just want you to be aware of that. When you look at yourself in the mirror and you look at your eyes, know that those pairs of eyes are yours and nobody else on this planet has the same eyes. Very important. Now, let's talk about the sound of your voice. Now, the sound of your voice makes you different from everybody else. The sound of each person's voice is unique and different from other people. 
No two voices are alike. Why? Because the size and shape of the vocal cord and the rest of the body is different. So your voice is your own unique musical instrument. The human voice is more complex than any musical instrument. Isn't that beautiful? That your voice is unique. Nobody on this planet has a voice like you. Of course, we know some voices may be similar, okay? They may sound alike, but when close examination, especially if they're using new technology, it will definitely be a clear distinction from one person's voice to another, all right? Your voice is totally different. It is a different sound, a different pitch, a different tone. It's totally different. It's based on your vocal cord, the shape of your vocal cord, the size of your body, and everything that's going on within your body, right? That's what distinguishes from everybody else. It is coming from your body. The sound of your voice is coming from your body, and your body is totally different from everybody else, so the sound of your voice won't be the same. Okay, now even your tongue, okay? Let's get a little personal here. Even your tongue is unique because of its shape and texture. No two people in the world have the same tongue. Can you believe that? So stick your tongue out. Ah, This is your tongue. Nobody else on this planet has a tongue like yours. So you are definitely unique. Now let's go to the teeth. Your teeth, your teeth are very unique. All right. They not just reveal your your DNA, okay? Because they use the teeth as dental records to identify people, especially people who are deceased with no ID. But your teeth are uniquely yours because you have your own DNA in there. Okay, they are uniquely yours, and they're part of your body. All right, and you have your own experience. You're eating different things and creating different patterns on your teeth. So your teeth are uniquely yours, okay? If they go look at your mouth, your dental records, see what's going on. Nobody else on this planet have the same teeth as you. That's why they can use your teeth to identify who you are. If something happens to you, you have no ID. Now, your eyebrows are uniquely yours and distinguish you from other individuals. Your eyebrows, your eye, can you imagine your eyebrows are totally different? Yes, on the surface, we look alike, but when we examine closely because of our DNA, because our bodies are constructed in a different way, we are different. Now, the unique shape of your nose, okay, your nose. Now, when you look closely under the microscope, of course, you have pores on your nose. Well, you don't have to use a microscope to see the pores because sometimes you can see them. They can be visible to you, all right? Now, the pores on your nose are different from other people's nose, that's very personal, right? The pores on your nose are totally different than anybody else's, okay? So when you look at your nose, whether it's big, whether it's long, whether it's short, whether it's wide, know that it's definitely unique because no other human being has those nose, those your nose is uniquely yours, it's special. Keep that in mind. So don't let anybody tell you that your nose your nose have to be this size. If it's not this size, then it's not special. It's not unique. You have to have a long nose to be attractive or beautiful. No, that, that don't make no sense, okay? You have to understand that every human being is different. Every human being is unique and your nose is uniquely yours. And no one has the right to tell you it's ugly, it's unattractive, or it's too big, or it's too small, or it's wide, and you know, or it's flat. It doesn't matter because it is yours. And because it's yours, it is unique and it's special, and you're gonna embrace it, and you're going to appreciate it. Now let's go to the ears. The unique shape of your ears, you know, the curves and the ridge, the ridge distinguish you from others, okay? Each, each ear is different. Okay, everybody's ear is different. The curves and the ridges on your ears can distinguish you from other people. All right, very important. Your ears, now look at your ears. Embrace your ears, know thyself. Get to know your physical body. That's what we're talking about today. Know thyself. So even your ears are different. They may look alike like everybody else, but pay attention, go in the mirror and look at your ears. Your ears are different. Nobody's ears are like your ears. 
All right. Now, even the sound, each sound waves may be processed differently by each individual. Each person's skull transmits sounds differently. So your ears are different and you process sounds differently. So the way that you hear music, the way that you hear sound may not be the way that your neighbor hears it, your family, your friends. So we all have a different experience with sounds because we have different ears and our ears process it differently and our skulls transmit sound differently. So it's very important that we understand that we are different from each other. We are unique. All right. Now let's get really personal. Now, do you know that your butt, yes, your butt, your buttocks, they're unique. They're uniquely shaped. They are shaped in a certain way. Now, even though we have a lot of people now getting surgery to get butt implants, all right? And there's no need for that because you have your own unique butt shape, okay? You have your own unique butt shape. So there's no need for you to go get plastic surgery, bust, you know, butt implants. And, you know, there's no need for you to put, you know, stuffed pillows in your butts or, <laughs> or you know, wear stuff on your butt. There's no need for that. You have to embrace yourself. If you have a wide butt or a small butt or a big butt, it's okay because it is uniquely yours. Each butt buttocks has a different shape, a unique shape that can distinguish you from everybody else. So there's no need for you to force yourself to be like everybody else by stuffing your butt with things or injecting your butts with things. Just embrace your natural butt. Know thyself is very important. Now let's look at the lips. Your lips have prints that are uniquely yours. Okay. No one else in this world has the lip pattern and shape that you have. So it's very important that you understand that you have to embrace your body. This is what we're talking about. Know thyself. Who are you? And we're going through the different body parts that make you totally different from everybody else. Even though everybody has those body parts, but they are different and distinguishable. Okay. Now, the obvious one is here is the fingerprints. We all know that we have different fingerprints, palm prints, footprints, and toe prints. Nobody on this planet has the same fingerprints, palm prints, footprints, or toe prints. They're totally uniquely different. Okay, totally uniquely different. So we all don't have to wear the same shoes, the same, you know, uh, um, decoration. We don't have to, 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 to try to look the same, especially when it comes to footwear. Everybody wants us to wear these famous $500 tennis shoes and $200 tennis shoes, $150. We don't have, all of us don't need to do that because all of us have a different shape and size of foot. You know, and our footprints are totally different. Our fingerprints and palm prints, because we're different. We're different. We don't have to do what everybody else is doing because we are uniquely ourselves. Now, even your fingernails, your fingernails are different. They have different series of ridges and contours. You know, those things make them unique. Now, your thing, now what really identifies uh, your fingernails, you know, is the nail beds the layers of the skin that lies beneath the nail. So this is what scientists can look at to distinguish you from everybody else. Your nail beds, the layers of the skin that lie beneath the nail because it has different ridges and contours and those patterns distinguish you from everybody else on this planet, okay? Now, your body has a unique odor. Nothing personal, we all smell differently. We have a different, what they call odor signature. Everybody on this planet has a distinguished odor signature. This is determined by your genes, and this odor is transmitted through body fluids, such as sweat, urine, saliva, etc., etc. So everybody has a different body scent. So your body smell is uniquely you. Now, there's nothing wrong with wearing perfumes and colognes, body lotions and all that. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, we like and we enjoy different scents. But since today we're talking about know thyself, 
It is equally as important the same way that you could appreciate the colognes and the perfumes and the and the body wash and the and all the other body sprays. It's very important for you to embrace your own body scent. Smell yourself. Okay, you have a unique body scent. Okay, people call it odor, but it's not bad. Just because somebody say odor doesn't mean it smells in a bad way. You know, everybody have a distinct scent. Every human being have their own smell. So learn to appreciate the natural scent of your body. You have a natural body scent that is uniquely yours that distinguishes you from everybody else. So learn to appreciate that. Okay, now each person has a different walk gate, a style of walking. Okay. There, there's even a gate recognition technology used to identify people using surveillance cameras. Okay. They can, they can identify who a person is based on their walk, the way that they just strut their stuff. All right. So you can be distinguished by your walk. So as you walk, okay, you have your own unique style or pattern of walking. It may not look that way, but they do have a technology that can distinguish people based on their gait, their walking styles. So your walk makes you unique. Yes, know thyself. Look how you walk. You have your own unique walk. All right, now, this is really deep right here. Each person's body has a different and unique ecosystem. There are trillions of different species of microorganisms that occupy the human body. Each body has its own unique bacteria, virus, and fungi that lives in the body and outside the body, okay? Everybody has bacterias, funguses, and fungi that live inside the body and outside the body on the skin. So it's very important that we understand that we are a living ecosystem. The body is very similar to the earth. Okay. Our bodies are very similar to the earth. Okay. Let's break it down. All right. The, the earth has water and rivers. Our bodies has water and river. Okay. The earth has trees and plants and, and uh, animal, you know, um, trees and plant life. Our bodies have hair. We can compare that. Okay, the, our, the earth has different types of animals that live on the planet. And guess what? Our bodies have microorganisms that live inside of our bodies. We have trillions. Yes, I said it. Trillions of microorganisms that live in our body every day. Okay, they live in our bodies. And some of them are very helpful to us. We cannot live without them. They coexist with us. All right. And those bacterias, those microorganisms, fungi, viruses are uniquely ours. Okay. They were made with us. They came with the body. All right. And we have a whole different type of microbes that live in our bodies. Each individual, each human being have a whole different set of, of microorganisms that live in their body. So that makes you totally different from everybody else. Okay. Now let's go into the skin. The skin. Now, everyone's skin is unique because each person's skin has a different combination of microbes, bacteria, viruses, and fungi that lives on the surface and inside of the skin. So we can look at the skin. The, the skin comes in different shapes and different colors, and some of it is oily, some of it is dry, but it is totally different because of the microbes that live in in. Uh, in on, or, or on the surface of the skin. Our skins are totally different. Now, our skin is constantly renewing itself every 28 days. Every minute of the day, we lose about 30 to 40,000 dead skin cells off the surface of our skin. This adds up to about nine pounds of skin every year. Now, we're not just shedding skin cells. Each hour, people shed around 37 million bacteria and 7 million fungi into the air. Okay, so this releasing of skin cells and microbes creates a what they call a microbial cloud. Okay, a microbial cloud that surrounds each individual. Each person has their own personalized microbial cloud. All right, so that means when you are around someone, you are shedding dead skin, which is your skin. And in addition to shedding your dead skin, you also are shedding your own bacteria your own 
viruses and your own fungi. Okay, all those things create a cloud. They call it a microbial cloud that is uniquely yours. That has nobody else has the same microbial cloud. So when you're walking around here, you're shedding a lot of stuff. Okay, and it's not bad. This is a natural process, but that's what makes you uniquely you. Now, since we're talking about skin, the skin cells, okay, everybody has skin cells. Everybody has skin. So skin cells have what we call melanocytes, okay? Melanocytes are the skin cells that produce melanin, which is the black or brown pigment. People of African descent, in other words, black people, all right, they produce the highest level of melanin in their bodies called euromelanin. Okay, euromelanin. Now, people who are light-skinned or people who are called uh, Caucasian or white, they produce melanin, but they have a different type of melanin. They don't have they don't have euromelanin. They have a different type of melanin. Now, melanin is found in nature, plants, animals, and and it's all over the planet. Okay, melanin is not just on the skin. Melanin is all over the body. Melanin is inside the brain, inside the heart, inside your lungs, inside your reproductive part. Melanin is in your hair, it's in your eyes. Melanin is everywhere. Melanin on the skin protects against skin damage and cancer. It protects us from mutation caused by radiation or, uh, or ultraviolet rays from the sun. Okay, now the melanin inside the brain is called neuromelanin. It protects us from having neurological disorders such as Parkinson's disease and Alzheimer's disease, and it protects us from other genetic disorders. Now we have melanin in the ears. The melanin in your ears protect you from hearing loss, all right? And it produces sound waves differently in your ears, and it allows you to listen to a wide range or broader range of sounds, all right? So if you are a person of African descent, you have the highest level of melanin, you will have melanin inside your ears. And that melanin allows you to process music and hear music in a different way. If you have dark eyes, okay, you are a melanated being, you have dark eyes, that melanin in your eyes protects you from eye disease and it protects you from the sun. So you really don't need a lot of sunglasses per se because you already have protection in your eyes because you have melanin in your eyes. You have melanin in your hair, melanin in your heart, lungs, reproductive part, melanin in your tongue, okay, makes you taste more flavors, make you, and you know, it enhances your taste buds. So you are able to taste <clears throat> more flavors if you have melanin <clears throat> in your tongue, okay? You also have melanin in your pineal gland, okay? Now, melanin deficiency can cause you to have a lot of problems, okay? People born with no melanin suffer from what we call albinoism. There are different types of albinoism, okay? Melanins give you the rich, beautiful, healthy skin. Melanin protects you from developing many genetic disorders and neurological disorders, so we have to appreciate the melanin that we have in our skin and knowing ourselves. Yes, we live in a society where people are told because they are of darker hue, because they have a lot of melanin, that they're ugly, that they're unattractive and that, you know, they're not as beautiful. That is a lie because people of darker hue have more melanin and that is a beautiful thing. Having melanin is beautiful. You know, it keeps you looking younger. It keeps you healthier and it makes you feel better. All right. Because the lack of melanin, then you have to deal with some genetic and neurological and some physical disorders. So the more melanin you have, the more protection you have from the sun. You know, the more you have protection from cancer and other types of mutation. So please embrace yourself. If you are a melanated being, you are a person of African descent, you are a person of color, please love your melanin. Embrace your melanin. It is beautiful. It is healthy. It is natural. So don't allow anyone to tell you that it's not. There's a lot of people who are bleaching their skin. All right. They are using harsh chemicals, dangerous chemicals for them to remove their melanin, not knowing that they're causing their bodies harm, that they're putting themselves in harm way to to get cancer and other diseases. 
please do not allow anyone to mislead you. Your melanin is beautiful. You know, everybody has melanin, okay? But everybody have different levels of melanin. But people of African descent have the highest level of melanin, brown and black people. Now embrace it, love it. All right, just because you're different doesn't mean that you're inferior. It doesn't mean that you're not good enough. It doesn't mean that something's wrong with you. Being different means just that, you're different. That's all it means, you're different. And so you have to embrace your difference and you have to learn to love yourself as you are. This is the process of knowing thyself. So in knowing yourself, you have to get to know yourself. You have to find out who you are, what you are. So we started off with the body, all right? Today, we focus on the body. You have to realize who you are in this body. What do you have? What do you have access to in this body? What can this body do? You have a master computer known as your brain. You have to learn what can you do with the brain that you have? What can you do with your mind? What is the capacity of your mind? How can you think with that mind? How can you solve problems? How can you create? You are creator. You are a creative being. You can create things. Look around you. Everything that is not natural on this planet, we create it. Okay, every house, every car, every computer, every art, every bridge, everything that wasn't naturally created here, we made it. Human beings made it, all right? So therefore, the mind that we have is creative. It is created to be creative. We are here to create. We are here to have a better experience by using our mind to enjoy this life, by bringing certain things into reality. So you can use that mind to create, all right? So in knowing yourself, you have to know what you're capable. What are your potentials? What are your capacities in terms of your mind, in terms of your body? You have to learn how to utilize your six senses, okay? You have to experience your six senses. Be more in tune. Be more consciously aware of yourself. Be present. Be in the moment, okay? Learn how to use this body for self-expression, Learn how to use the talents and the gifts that you have. Learn how to perceive the world in a different way. You have different personality traits. You have different characteristics. Okay, you have intelligence. You have opinions. You have beliefs. Who are you? Get to know yourself. Know thyself. Look at the uniqueness of your body, your mind, and your soul. You are the reflection of the creator, the divine source of life. <clears throat> you are giving life <clears throat> to create. You are giving life to express. You are giving life to live. So in living, you have to know thyself. Who are you? Okay, get to know yourself. Get to know what makes you special. What makes you different? What makes you unique? We just discussed some of the things that make you unique just on a physical level. We haven't even gotten into the, the, the personalities that, that you have, the traits and characteristics that makes you so special. The perceptions that you have, the views of the world, the way that you see life, the way that you interact with everybody else. We haven't even gotten into that. All we dealt with was the physical, the physical you. A lot of us are totally detached from our physical bodies. We're so busy just living in this world, just surviving, going to work, you know, just trying to make a living, trying to provide for our basic necessities. Some of us don't really take the time to get to know ourselves. Get to know your body. Get to know your body. Get to know yourself. Get to know your mind. Get to know your spirit. Get to know your personality. Get to know what makes you think, what makes you feel. Get to know what moves you, what motivates you. There's a lot to learn about you. There's a lot to learn about you. And don't allow yourself to get so bogged down and so caught up with the pressures and the stress and the trauma and the fear and the worries of life that you really don't take the time to get to know yourself. 
getting to you know yourself is self-awareness. And we'll talk more about that another at another time. But today we wanted to focus on getting to know yourself as a body, getting to know yourself as the mind, getting to know yourself as the soul, and getting to know the uniqueness of being you. What makes you special? What makes you divine? What makes you brilliant? What makes you beautiful? What makes you intelligent? What makes you different from everybody else? Okay. And we have to learn to appreciate the differences. The same way that we could appreciate differences in other people, we have to learn to appreciate the differences within ourselves. Okay, there's no need for us to compete with other people. We should never say anybody is better or worse. We should never say that, you know, I need to be like this person. Now, there are certain traits or qualities a person may have that you admire, that you look up to, that you may want to acquire some of those traits in terms of personality traits, in terms of behavior, in terms of achieving certain goals. But in terms of being you, Okay, you can never say that I wish I was someone else because you can never be anybody else but you. There's nobody else for you to be but you. Learn to embrace and love and appreciate yourself and learn how to maximize your potential because you have a lot of potential as a human being, as a person. There's a lot of things that you can do. Okay, there's a lot of talents, hidden talents that you have that you haven't even even explored yet. Because you've been so busy comparing yourself to other people. You've been so busy being envious or jealous of other people because you're insecure. You feel like you're not good enough. You feel like you're less than. Why? Because maybe something happened to you earlier in your childhood. Maybe you were abused. Maybe you were involved in a dysfunctional, you know, relationship in the past or you were in an abusive, you know, relationship growing up. Okay, maybe you were deprived of love. Maybe you were deprived of attention. Okay, it's a lot of things that could have happened to you to make you reject yourself, to reject your body, to reject, you know, your mind, to reject your spirit. You know, just, you know, some people don't want to look in the mirror anymore. But I'm going to leave you with this. Make it a practice to go look in the mirror. Make it a practice to look at yourself. Look at each part of yourself. The outside in the inside, in the, in the, the inside in the outside and be grateful for everything that you have. Embrace your body. Say, thank you, body, for giving me the opportunity to experience this physical reality. Thank you, body, for the health that you have. Thank you, body, for allowing me to express myself through you. Thank you, body, just for giving me this moment. All right. So it's very important that we embrace our bodies, but we have to get to know ourselves. Know thyself. You can't appreciate something that you don't understand. So in getting to know yourself, you you will develop a greater appreciation and a greater respect for who and what you are. And you don't have to be like anybody else. You can appreciate other people. You can respect and admire them as well as you can appreciate, respect, and admire yourself. You don't have to be like everybody else. Keep that in mind. You do not have to be like, you don't have to look like nobody else and you don't. Okay. You don't have to go shape and mold your body to look like somebody else. You don't have to dress like other people dress. You could just have self-expression, self-expression where you can just love yourself and allow yourself to be yourself without being so critical and judgmental. Okay. You have to align yourself, find your balance, find your balance, respect yourself, value yourself, know thyself. Thank you for sharing this moment.